All right, good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the second half of today's podcast. It is Monday, February 13th, 2023. This is the MBO Podcast. I am Adam Martin, your host, as always, and Big Marcel is my co-host here. Marcel, we're going to break down UFC Vegas 69. Got uh, 11 fights on the card. New main event on Drage versus Blanchfield. Santos pulled out due to personal issues or corner couldn't get visas apparently so she pulled out i mean tough situation right like if she doesn't have her i guess it's her husband i believe i think is one of them but it's her it's her coach too right so it's, it's a huge fight for her and you know it's just like it's kind of crazy that 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 she couldn't get visas you wonder like or not she but them wonder what the issue was right um and because i think she's fought in vegas before right so i'm a little surprised that it happened for this anyways um Got a new main event here, Marcel, with Andrade and, and Blanchfield. Just overall, Marcel, I always ask you this: like, what are your overall thoughts on this card before we break it down? All the individual fights. What do you think? Listen, man, uh, I hate to shit on cards, but I mean, this fight is as top heavy as top heavy can be. <laughs> I mean, if the main event doesn't happen somehow, this card is fucked. And let's be honest, then you got to put Jim Miller against Alexander Hernandez in the main event if this main event falls through. Because that's the only other fight on this card that can carry this card pretty much. You know, let's be honest. Um, uh, Listen, man, there are some fun fighters on the prelims as well who are making their debut. I'm looking forward to. But overall, this this card is less appealing to anybody, I think. I posted this card, I think, three or four days ago. Literally everybody's negative about the card, you know. And the thing is, like, you put like uh, a 265 uh, matchup, non ranked on it, 205 matchup between a middleweight and a, and a former heavyweight. Uh, you get another light heavyweight fight on that, which doesn't belong on the main card. It's like, what are we doing? You know, Joe Selecki is still supposed to be on the card, but uh, he, he hears today if he gets an opponent. So I hope he gets one. I don't know, man. Let, let's be honest. It's not the greatest so card. Is, for... So is there a chance he stays on the card? So what I've heard is that they know they get to know today if they found an opponent for him. If he does, they don't know the day he's off the card, you know, but there is it's still not sure. I haven't heard anything yet. So if I hear Do you anything, have any idea you who know. that would be? Can you give us No, any... they didn't know. Okay. They simply didn't know. Fair enough. Okay, fair enough. Let me just get these comments quickly and we'll start the podcast, guys. You got our boy Antoine here. Part two, let's get it. That's right, man. And we got Marcus Mustard. Fight fans, let's go. UFC 69. No, it's not UFC 69. That was, uh, wasn't that Matt Sarah and GSP? Wasn't it, Marcel? UFC 69. Yeah, shout out, right? Right? I think it was shootout, shootout. Shootout. Yeah, shootout, we yeah. both called it. There we go. That was six, 16 years ago. Holy fuck. Uh, what was the co-main event? Josh Koshak versus Diego Sanchez. Applause for yourself, dude. Yeah. Wild, wild. All right, let's get some comments here, guys. Uh, we're getting the card. Uh, Amazon fans is fighting two weeks. I'm not sure. You're talking about Yaroslav? I'm not sure. Good question. I don't know. Your sleeper cards. Yeah, it could it could end up being better, but on paper, guys, it's not the greatest card. What's up, Anthony? How's it going? Talking about Blanchfield, and, and he thinks he's going to be our drive. Okay, we'll, we'll talk about that fight in a sec. Let's get into it, Marcel. We'll start with the first fight of the card. We'll always work away from the bottom uh, up. First fight of the night, it is... Juan Camilo Rondero taking on Clayton Carpenter in the UFC flyweight division. Carpenter's a big favorite here, Marcel. He is minus 280, and Juan Camilo Rondero is plus 235. Who's your pick? First of all, I want to uh, say somebody uh, commented, commented on my tweet on my Twitter. It's like this dude's name is Clayton Carpenter. Why his nickname is not the Guida? 
<laughs> so I was like, Alex, you got to ask him this on the uh, fight week. He's like, I'm going to ask him. That's this. actually kind of so, funny, yeah. Yeah, Clay, Clayton the Guida Carpenter yeah. would have been so cool. Um, yeah, I really like what I saw from Clayton Carpenter, dude, in the, in the Contender Series. You know, he looked really good against Edgar Chiras, I think. Um, former LFA fighter as well, where he, uh, where he fought three times. If you look at Juan Camelo Ronderos, I think he was uh, suspended for cocaine, if I'm, if I'm correct, by USADA. Yes, uh, he got yeah. caught for coke. <laughs> yeah, he's been so, years. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, he he lost that uh, short notice fight against uh, David Dvorak. Um, yeah, he got one really good win on his record, a split decision win over Eric Shelton. Right, uh, wasn't really like uh, really like impressed with him against Dvorak, but I don't think he was supposed to win that fight. Um, yeah, taking Carpenter here, man. I think Carpenter with a decision win. I do not take Harper in this fight. I mean, the guy's actually quite good, I think. Uh, good prospect, undefeated. He's good everywhere, too. Like, he's got good stand-up and good submissions. Here's the thing with Mondero's, too. Like, hasn't fought in two years. Well, like, got suspended by Usada for the Coke issue. I think it was, it was Nevada, but either way. He, actually, he does have a decent win over Eric Shelton. Um, he's a UFC veteran. But that was four years ago. And that's his only win in four years. <laughs> um there is one win, one fight I do want to mention. I, I remember talking about this guy two years ago when we broke it down, but guy gets, he fought this guy, Matthew Elliott, had this crazy choke. They call it a head guard choke on uh, SureDog. I wonder what they called it on, on uh, or sorry, on Topology, that's what they called it. What, what did they call it on SureDog here? But it's a crazy submission. They're calling it a uh, bull, uh, bulldog choke. It's just nasty, whatever it is. So it's definitely worth going back and watching that. And the guy's got some submission skills. I just I don't think he's really that great. And I think UFC's setting up Carpenter for a win, Marshall. I don't want to even want to overthink this one. Like I, I just think he's gonna win for sure. I'm convinced this guy wins. I think he finishes him, man. That's what I think. Um so yeah. <laughs> There's guys who are talking about uh the, the co cocaine thing. Yeah, uh has got caught for cocaine. I think it was cocaine and marijuana, so this guy was part of yeah. here's the thing though, like <laughs> Marijuana stays in your system for a while. Cocaine doesn't really stay in your system that long from what I've read, right? And he, he also took the fight in two, 24 hours. No, yeah. So he probably did a line the night before or something. And like, they called in the morning and they're like, you're fighting tonight, buddy. And they're like, they're like oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's getting the call for his manager while he's doing a line. That's too funny. <laughs> it's too funny. I mean, listen, I kind of feel bad for the guy because he's list he's lost two years of his career, but yeah. I mean, you gotta you you can't use drugs of abuse, right? I mean, it's just you gotta know that, especially like if you if you're like your his manager probably told me he might get the call too. Like he's got to know like to, to stay ready, right? Anyways, I think it's hilarious. The guys in the chat are <laughs> laughing. It, that's funny, more so. All right, <laughs> let's go to the next fight here, guys. By the way, what Glenn says, I agree with him. To be really honest, what you see? It's card. Oh, like the, the seats at the Apex are ridiculous. Crazy Please. what they ask for the seats. Yeah. Let's go to the next fight. AJ Fletcher taking on Fedberg Grimbo. He's taking his debut in the UFC, Marcel. Mm -hmm. And uh, AJ Fletcher, the ghost, minus 255. Uh, Fedberg Grimbo, plus 215. What's your pick in this one? Yeah, man. AJ Fletcher, that's uh, the Poirier's dude, right? Yeah. Uh, he fought twice in the UFC. He looked good in the Contender Series. I think he had the very yeah. first fight of the Contender Series in 2021 against Leonardo Damiani. Mm -hmm. He won. Against Samuelsberger early on, he looked good, man. But, but Samuelsberger mm -hmm. took over. And then the last fight against Angelusa, he really crazy fight, to be really honest. It was a honest. sick and, fight, man. Yeah. It was an awesome fight. Really crazy one. And he lost that one. So now he's fighting Tamba Garimbo. Uh, I really like Tamba, man. Tamba's a fun fighter to watch, in my opinion, you know, but uh, 
can he go with the with, with the how do you say that um with the first time in the ufc uh the, the octagon jitters um the, the the strength of competition is much stronger here i think difficult man you know I, he posted yesterday on twitter that he's going to be a champion he's a super positive and happy guy you know super nice guy to talk to as well um it's man i really listen man i don't have to be biased but i really hope tamba can pull it off but i think aj might get the decision here yeah he did take it on short notice aj fletcher filling for billy goff so that's worth mentioning yeah. but i don't know i still think he wins the fight marcel I, I do think he's like you said like he has more, um, what's it called, experience in the octagon. Like, yeah. if you look at the fights with Salzburger and Lusa, like, 20 out no, of no decisions, Marcel. They were competitive yeah. fights. Yeah. They, weren't, they weren't completely, like, one-sided fights. He did lose, but they were competitive. And I would hope he's improved since then. He's taken off, what, six, seven months now? The striking defense is definitely not good, but uh, he's got some good good ground game, and he's got some power himself. I just don't know enough about Garimbo, to be honest with you. Like... I'm just not convinced. He's a UFC caliber fighter, yeah, but it, this is the kind of fight where you could come in and surprise us too. So I, I wouldn't bet on this fight. I would stay away from it. But if you if I had to pick someone, it's going to be AJ Fletcher Marcel. We got some more comments here, guys. Uh, the Cocaine Bear, yeah, that movie looks amazing though. That movie looks fucking amazing. I saw the trailer for it in the theater. I saw a movie last week and. It looks so good. It looks so fucking good. I can't wait to see this movie. Yeah, it makes you want to use cocaine, right? No, I'm just like, kidding. Well, they run the phone for cocaine bear during the fight. It looks really <laughs> good, though, guys. Like, uh, the person who directed Elizabeth Banks, she was in, uh, remember that movie, The Four Year Old Virgin? She was the chick at the bookshop. She's like a yeah. director now. She's a really good director. Like, I think it's going to be a good movie, personally. I love movies. I think this one's going to be good. But uh, yeah, I don't do coke, so I have, I have no idea. <laughs> but, uh, no, same. I know. Yeah, idea. but I mean, I'm sure Juan Camilo Ronderos is going to watch the movie. I'll say that. <laughs> hey, Marcel, he's going to be the first guy in line. He already has his tickets. <laughs> Why is Octagon allowed to have sponsored the fighters' trucks? Just because it's the UFC controlling everything. Um, yeah, they're getting paid a lot of money to promote it, uh, Patrick. What's Fletcher's weakness? Striking defense. Striking defense is a problem, in my opinion. Um, all right, let's go to the next fight here. Got to give. Patrick Dana was here in the chat. I got to give him a shout out, man. Um, I did an interview with him. He's uh, he's also uh, he's like a beginning uh, trying to uh, to get, nice. get an MMA media journalist. He also uh, interviewed Aaron Bronstadter and Mike Davis, I think, so far. Really cool guy. And uh, thanks for for being here, dude. I really appreciate it. There you go. There you go. All right, let's go to the next fight here, guys. We got Evan Elder taking on uh, Nazim Sak uh, Sak Sadikov. And this fight has pretty competitive odds, actually. Uh, Sadikov is minus 170, Elders plus 145. What's your thoughts on this one, man? Man, Nazim really impressed me, dude. Uh, he's also from the team from um, from uh, Longo, right? Longo and Whiteman, Law MMA, where he trains with, I think he trains with Sterling, with Marab, with all these kind of guys. Yep. Um, he looked really good, man, against Ahmad Hassan Zada on the Contender Series, knocked him out in the third round. It was a really fun fight, what I remember. For that for the Fury FC and CFFC. He's like a <clears throat> typical prospect coming from there, man. Like uh, like these shows, you know. And I really like what I saw. Sorry, I have to cough. <clears throat> Fucking hell. Um, cocaine during the podcast, man. Yeah. Suck it. <laughs> Evan Evan Elder. Uh, he got the short notice fight in the UFC against Preston Parsons. Didn't look good, but it was uh, was a weight class up, right? He was uh, fighting in welterweight for that fight. He's now going back to lightweight. Yeah. Before that, 
he looked pretty good in the in the Shamrock promotion, and he got the, yeah. he got that win in the what was that the, that that's the Fighting Alliance uh, uh, FAC James Cross yeah. promotion. Exactly, uh, your friend. Um, so I, I'm going Sadikov here, man. I think he has more yeah. upset. I really like what I saw from him so far, and uh, I think he might finishes him in the second round. I actually like Elderman. I, like, I remember watching the tape on him last year, and he looked good to me. But and they had a tough fight against Preston Parsons, who's a, like a big welterweight. Like that's just a tough fight, I think. Um, I do think he's actually pretty decent, but uh, I also think Sadikov has got more upside, right? I think you, you hit the nail on the head here, and. I don't know. I can't pick Elder in this fight. I feel like he's gotten some tough matchups in, in his first couple of fights. But uh, yeah, I think Sadikov, the power we saw, Marcel. Um, yeah. Elder is going to have to grapple, I think. If, I think if it stays in the feed, he's going to be in trouble here, Marcel. So I, I got to go with Sadikov, man. Because like you said, he looked so good in contender and hard to go against this guy right now. Um, I do like Elder, but I just don't like the, the matchup for him necessarily. So a couple other comments here. Uh, you like Elder. Okay, good to know. <laughs> what, 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 what? <laughs> you like Elder. Like old people or something? Yeah. That's <laughs> good to know. Color comments. You guys know MMA Guru. I don't know him. But he, James Lynch, our friend, did an interview with him. I, that's the only thing I really know about. I don't watch his stuff. Um, uh, I wanted to see uh, Ben Watson. Like, yeah, too bad. Um, thank you, Marcel. Here we go. Marcel's a good friend for everyone. Sadikov got a good grammar. He's expected to come out of Longo. Also got good striking. Yeah, his striking is good. Uh, hey, what's up, Senator? How's it going, man? Good. So, Elders, records. Awful surprise the odds are wider. FSC fighters against 916 guy. His record, like you said, Glenn, I think that Glenn's a guy that's big on like level competition. He always talks about it. It's definitely worth mentioning. I do think the skills are there, but yeah, I, I don't I don't like the matchup for him. All right, let's go to the next fight first. Fight of uh, the night. Why this fight? <laughs> you thinking this is not gonna happen. You don't remember you said that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> Anyways, let's go to the next fight here. We got uh Mrs. Marcel's fight of the night. Yeah, over St. Peru against Philippe Lins. Ugh. Oh man, I'm still not convinced it happened. Philippe Lenz is a pole art artist, man. Like he pulls out Bro. every single fight, dude. Like, the, uh, did you did you watch uh, Sonic Yusuf picks? I didn't see. Yeah, why is, is it funny? <laughs> he's like he's looking to Philippe Lenz. He's like, oh, that's great. Eric Silva got past Usada. Good for him. <laughs> <laughs> he does kind of look like a bigger, fatter Eric Silva. Anyways. <laughs> Um, odds for this one, so it's worth noting the odds open at minus 130 plus 110, and now it's minus 225 for wins at plus 190 for OSP. What, what's your pick in this one, Marcel? Who are you picking in this one, dude? This is going to be a horrible fight, <laughs> and it's going to be a decision likely. I'm picking Lins, maybe I'm crazy. I'm picking Lins, I don't see any upside in OSP anymore, to be really honest. Wouldn't be surprised if OSP wins. This is a total coin flip for me, you know. Yeah. I'm happy they didn't put this on the main main card because I had to I had to write about it if they did. But um, yeah, uh, I'm taking Lins unanimous decision or a split or whatever they're gonna do. Maybe maybe we maybe we should do just for fun a draw, you know? Because nah, I'm yeah. just kidding. We're going with Lins here. I hate this fight. I think this fight's gonna suck. I think I think you've hit the nail on the head. I think it's gonna be a decision too. Just two guys with very low output. And judges will come into play. I think it's a really close fight. I actually feel like this fight should be a pick 'em, just like the odds originally came out. Sometimes the odds makers don't have good opening lines, but I think in this one, I think this fight can go either way. Got to oh. say, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go no, ahead. No, you first. You first. I'm gonna take OSP, man. Uh, I'm not. I'm not saying it's like to run out and and, and make a massive bet on him because he is plus one ninety, which is good odds. But if you if you're asking who I'm going to pick to win this fight, I would pick OSP because I do think the experience comes into play a little bit. And 
I just think he's he's this kind of guy that we've seen him in these low output fights that he can get the decision in, in them. Um, his last fight against Shogun, very similar, right? Um, Lane's, I just I just think he's looked terrible in the UFC. I know he, he beat Prashio, looked better than we thought, but still don't think he's good, man. Um, Adam, yeah, this fight's, always P by decision. What are you going to say? This fight's awful, but I still like to watch it 10 times more than I would ever watch Power Slap. Yeah, fair enough. Loser gets cut. <laughs> I think so too. Loser's getting cut from this fight. All right, let's go to the next fight, guys. We've got Jamal Emmers taking on Kusain Askarov. And uh, someone was asking about Emmers earlier. It was actually Antoine. He was asking, can we get back to the level for the Sabatini fight where he got injured? I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I also feel like this is a really hard fight for him, personally. Um, odds for this one, Marcel? What, what do you think of the odds? Because this one opened at minus 235, and now he's only at minus 125, Askarov. It's almost like a pick em line. Tons of money's coming in on Jamal Emmers. Can you tell me why? Because I look at this fight and one guy's 23 and zero, and I know his level competition hasn't been amazing, but that's a, is not special in my opinion. Like he's a decent fighter, nothing great, coming off a, a, a bad loss and hasn't had a ton of success at, at this level of sport. I mean, for me, it's like I'm surprised this guy's only minus 125. What, what do you think, man? But that's it, man. That's it. Because the level of competition hasn't been great, you yeah. know. And Amherst has one real big win on his record, which people see, and that's Corey Santagen years ago. Yep. But they still see that, you know? Yep. Um, and that's probably why, probably. I, I think this is a typical fight where you should think Ashkabov would probably win because of the record. But if you look into it deeper, it is a much closer fight, actually, in my opinion. Um, listen, man, I wouldn't be surprised, dude, if, if Amherst wins here. You pick know, him, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna pick him because I think Askabov is really good, you know, but he hasn't fought the how do you say that? Uh the 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 legitimate amount of competition. And I have to watch my words because he fought some Dutch guys. He fought some decent guys, like the Desme guy's pretty good. Yeah, Desme is a Belgian, but he fought from Helvoort, which is a really, really decent Dutch guy. Uh so I'm picking Askabov here with a decision, but I think it will be much closer. You know, I think I think the line is correct. You know, fair enough. I mean, maybe I'm not saying it's going to be a blow up, but like if, if I'm forced to take a guy in this fight, I'm definitely taking Askabov. Like again, mm. Emmers hasn't fought in a while. He's got some skill. There's no doubt about it. He's a, he's a big guy for this division, but like I don't know, man. He hasn't fought in forever. He's the same guy he's never lost. Like 23. It's not easy to get to 23 and 0. Like that's got to be one of the better records that I've made with without a loss yet, right? Mm. And uh, he is a guy that trains at. What Tiger Muay Thai American top team I mean, guys training with good camps? Mm -hmm. Um, the three year layoff is definitely a worry. I mean, there's no doubt about that. But uh, I mean, if you're asking me who I'm picking to win this fight, it's, it's Ashkabov. So I'm gonna take him to win this fight. Um, let's get to other comments here. Emmer's just a good fighter when mind the pick him up, but he's he's decent. Um, Emmer's winning top team, he was, and then he got like reversed, I want to say, or he got on top of him. He was, I think, he had mount position, and then. Left his like heel out and Pat heel hooked him, and then he injured his knee. I want to say, right? He's been out for a year and a half since then. So, um, his brother's supposed to fight in Belter, kept pulling out. Who's that? Basketball's brother? That's uh, Kassan. You got Kassan and Kusain. <laughs> oh, interesting. Why has he been out for three years? Do you know Marcel? Was it Ustada? Yeah. Was it Ustada? He was supposed to fight. Uh, I think he was supposed to fight Joanderson Brito. On yeah, the I'm checking right now. Series. So, visa and issues, visa issues. Yeah, but he also had his arm in the brace at that moment. So I don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah, not you saw that. I don't know why I said that. But yeah, visa and injury, it looks like. Um, you guys think UFC pushing because of age and record? Maybe. I mean, it's not really. He's just on the prelims, Antoine. He's fighting a guy who's one and two in the UFC, you know? So 
don't know if he's getting a huge push, but they were, he was supposed to fight, you know, Herbert Burns' last fight. These guys were like, sorry, I shouldn't say bandweight, it's, it's about uh, featherweight. What am, I, what am I talking about? Yeah, but anyways, again, if you're asking me to pick who I'm going to win this fight, I, I got to go with uh, Ask All right, let's go to the next fight here, Marcel. This is the last prelim here. We got Lena Landsberg taking on Myra Bueno Silva in the UFC women's bandweight division. And this could be a decent scrap. I mean, Landsberg's pretty tough, and, and Silva is, a, I think she's a good fighter, man. I like her. So, Odds for this one, Silva's actually the biggest favorite in the card, minus 460. Uh, Landsberg plus 370. A lot of money came in on Lands on uh, Silva today. She was minus 380 this morning. I, mean, I did my breakdown for the fight. Now she's minus 460. I'll start on this one, Marcel. I mean, how do you not pick her in this fight? Like, how, how do you not pick Firebrina Silva? Like, she's a good fighter. She's coming off two straight wins. She's coming off submission wins. She has really good submissions. Her stand-up's pretty good. She's uh, nine years younger than her opponent in this fight. Um, Lena mm-hmm. Landsberg's lost three straight. Fi- oh, let me finish. Lena yeah. Landsberg's lost three straight fights. I know she's looked competitive. I'll give her that. Like she did have a knockdown against Rosa against uh, Kanza. She looked competitive, but still lost. Um, overall record in the UFC's four and six. It's a bad record. Um, she is pretty durable. I'll give her that. But she's almost forty years old. She's one of the oldest women's fighters in the UFC. She's on a three fight losing skid. How can I pick her in this fight? I'm definitely picking Silva. For me, it's just like how does she win? Is it either going to be a finish or or decision? Mm-hmm. I think both are viable, man. She has got good submissions. She also has some decent striking. I think she could finish this girl. Um, and if not, I think she wins a decision. So I, I definitely like playing slow. I think the odds are fine. I, like I, Again, when I saw Mice 3 one, I'm like, that's it's very reasonable. Minus 460, you know, it's a little bit higher, but I still think she wins, man. Um, there's a reason she's the biggest fan in the card. If you look at this card and you ask me who my most confident pick is, it's, it's her. So what do you think, man? I mean, I wanted to say, like, how can you say, how can you pick Lena Landsberg? But you said earlier in this podcast, you like Elder. So, um, yeah, sorry, really bad. That's why I had to jump in on it when you said it. It was much more funner. It was much more funner when you were talking about it. That's why I wanted to bring in. Um, Yeah, I'm thinking Silva as well, obviously. You know, I've never been high on Lena Landsberg. No disrespect. She's super tough, but. Yeah, she's tough. ah, That's that's pretty much it, you know. and Myra Buena Silva has to has the tools to beat her by a fire submission, for example. I think she could do. Uh, I think she could submit her. I think she could. She's got. I think she will. You think so? Second, yeah, I think it's possible round. too. Yeah. I think so too. Um, Gorilla says uh, she fooled him too many times. Means probably struggles. She only lost to Furo and she lost to Moroz. Those are two pretty good fighters, and she did have a draw with uh, Della Rosa, but it, she grabbed the fence at one point and got a point deducted. She hadn't. She actually would have won the decision. So. I don't know, man. I think she's pretty good. I, I, I've always, I actually liked her. She had that ninja choke on Contender Marcel a few years ago, like five years ago now. But I like her, man, and um, I think she's pretty tough, dude. I, I like her game. Landsberg um, does hit hard. I will give her that. She had some, you know, some power that she showed in the last two fights. But Silva's mm-hmm. never really shown any like issues with her chin or durability. She can stand and bang. I think like she went three with Furo and didn't take any real, you know, amazing like. Uh, Fight changing damage in that fight or anything like that. So, I like Anyways, her girlfriend uh, as well, by the way. <laughs> What's her, uh, Gloria DePaula, I think. Yeah. Is that? yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's go to the main card now, Marcel. We start off with Jim Miller against Alexander, uh, the great ape Hernandez, I believe his nickname is now. Um, yeah. uh, he was supposed to, Jim Miller was supposed to, who's he supposed to fight originally again? Gabriel uh, Benitez. Benitez, right? Okay. Now, so Hernandez fills in on like two weeks' notice and opens as a big favorite here, minus 240, plus 200, Jim Miller. Let me start on this one, Marcel. Mm-hmm. 
listen, I get Hernandez. You know, he's a pretty talented guy. I get it, right? And he's, he's a lot younger than Jim Miller. Okay, and something that's something I always pick against the age, right? I just did it in the last fight, but you like Alder. In this fight, I do. <laughs> How do you like not pick Jim Miller plus two hundred? I mean, he's just won three straight fights, and he was an underdog. Remember against Nicholas Moda, everyone was saying Moda's going to destroy him. We both picked him in that fight. Like, I don't know, Hernandez to me is like, he's not, nothing like super special. He's super inconsistent. He has a losing record, I think now. Or is he, well, he's five and five. Jim Miller has what, the most wins of all time in the UFC? Doesn't he? Like, yeah. Most wins, most fights. He's on a roll. He's won three straight fights by stoppage. He's looked really good. Um, and even the losses lately, like they're close fights that go to decision. It's not like he gets blown out of these losses. <sighs> Again, it's, it's like the OSP fight, like. I'm not, I wouldn't put my house on this one, but if you're asking me who I'm going to pick in this fight, especially at plus 200, it's got to be Jim Miller. I do think he could finish Alexander Hernandez, Marcel. I'm going to take Jim Miller here, man. I think he could finish him. What do you think? I think the odds are completely off. Um, I mean, Alexander Hernandez hasn't showed to me that he is actually the guy that people think he was, you know? Um I honestly think Jim Miller wins. Um, oh, you're picking him too. There we go. Yeah, yeah. You have a consensus uh, dog, guys. Plus two hundred dog. I, I was, I was surprised. I, I'm actually surprised that Hernandez is the favorite coming into this. Minus two forty. I just don't. Yeah. I don't. I mean, what am I missing here? Like, why is he such a big favorite? He looked good in the last fight in the first round, but it was also at featherweight, you know, and he completely faded in the second round. Um, yeah, I think Miller wins. I don't know if he finishes him, but I definitely have Miller here. I'm just looking at the odds. Like when he fought Mata, he was yeah, he was a underdog. We picked Jordan him. was favored. All right, so yeah, but the Mata fight, everyone was saying he's gonna get finished, and then he looked fucking amazing in that fight. It's a really young, you know, solid prospect. I still think he's got it, man. I still think he's got the, the ability to finish fights, Marcel. Um, we both picked him in that Mata fight. We did, so, and here's the thing: Jim's like it's not like his chin is bad. He's been knocked out a few times in his career, but not really. Like mm -hmm. considering he has what like. He's got like 40 fights in the UFC or something crazy like that, 30-something fights. Yeah. He's been knocked out twice yeah. by Dan Hooker and by Cowboy, a prime Cowboy. Hernandez's path to victory would be knocking him out. I, I don't know if it happens here. And I think on the ground, he's going to have problems with Jim Miller. Oh, man, maybe we're missing something on this one, but I, I just think the odds are ridiculous in this fight. Like, I don't really get it. I'm thinking Jim Miller. We both like him. Pato likes uh, Her Alex. Fair enough. Uh, Hernandez probably likes Struggles if he doesn't get finished. Yeah, it's true. Did Alex say he's retiring? Uh, I don't know. Did he? I'm not sure. Another round two, four of his last, four of Hernandez's last five losses came around two. That's interesting. Hernandez got finished by Cowboy. I think Jim Miller does whatever he wants to Hernandez. Oh, it's interesting. It's going to be interesting. There's some, you know, strong opinions either way um, on this fight. So it should be an interesting fight. But yeah, plus 200. I mean, I think you have to take Jim Miller. All right, so the next fight here, we got William Knight taking on Martin Prachnio. Is that the next fight, I believe? Yeah. Um, minus 110 each, Marcel. It's a pure pick em odds. Um, so it's obviously not an easy fight to call this one either. What do you think, man? And actually open at minus 110 each, so the line hasn't moved at all, which shows you how much difficulty people are having picking in this one. What do you think? Yeah, it's another weird fight again, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You got, like, a really short, stocky guy against a really lanky guy. Um and both guys haven't been really, how do you say that, really convincing so far. I hope William Knight this time makes 205, actually. You know, that would be a, a struggle as well, I think. Um, yeah, what can I say? You know, Martin is trained by, by, by Dutch coaches. He's training in the Netherlands as well. Um, 
but hasn't really he had two fights wins and two wins in the UFC back to back. Remember, he won against uh, Khalil Roundtree just, and he got a good uh, knock, knockout win against uh, I think Villanueva, right? Um, so that that's nice. Then he he lost to Lins last time, but he got out wrestled pretty much, out grappled in that fight. Uh, Knight Knight hasn't looked good long time for my opinion but still you know i think if if he wrestles practice you know he can win the fight you know and uh, if he does that he, he will likely win so difficult fight to pick but i would go with with william knight via decision probably i actually have the same pick here but again it's kind of a weird fight like it's hard to trust this guy right it really is like gets finished by Devin clark Devin clark doesn't finish anyone and he gets destroyed by him and then you know, he had some like close fights, like the Manifield fight. He he won because he knocked him down. That's that's the thing where I have to pick him here is because of the power. Like Pascal's chain to me is still very questionable. He got knocked him a bunch of times at the beginning of his career. And I know he's looked better since then, but I still don't trust this guy at all. And he he could win the fight myself. He keeps it standing and just outstrikes him from the outside and doesn't get hit. I mean, that's his path here. But I think Knight's got some power, and I do think he's got the grappling advantage. You can get them some takedowns here. I think you can get him to the ground maybe. Um, Pascal's bad bad takedown defense too. So. Like Lins took him down pretty easily. Um, Knight at at, uh, at light heavyweight is always interesting though, because he's a, he's a big dude. His last few fights were at heavyweight, so I'm curious to see if he makes weight. Didn't he miss weight against Grishin? I want to say um, they moved it to heavyweight fight. Remember he like against who? Grishin. Oh, against Grishin. Yeah, the the highest uh, the highest uh, weight. Uh, what did he come in at? Like two twenty, two sixteen or something? Yeah, they had to move it up to a different weight class just that yeah. the fight could still happen. Yeah. So I, I I even wonder if he can make two or six. It would, it would be. Um, I got I I go with Willie Knight. I just can't pick uh, Crouch New. All right, go to the next fight here, Marcel. Um, this is another kind of weird fight in my opinion. Josh Parisian taking on Jamal Pogues, a stormtrooper, which is a cool nickname, by the way. Uh, this I, I would prefer I. <laughs> Jamal I Pogues. That's a good one. Uh, Pogues minus two thirty, Parisian plus one ninety five. What do you think? I think the fight doesn't supposed to be on the main card. That's what I think. Um, Josh Parisian comes off that Bordeaux win. You know, he didn't look good in the first round, but he finished him in the second. Um, Jamal Pogues come off the Contender Series win where he didn't look that great, I think, but uh, he had a sad story and Dana really felt bad for him and he gave him a contract, remember? What, what uh, did he say again? Like, I, I don't know exactly what was what was going on in that story, but he had a really sad story. I remember, story like, it wasn't the greatest fight, but Dana really liked what he said. Yeah, I never yeah. Yeah. So uh, he got the contract. I was I was thinking that he would go back to two hundred five, which is a normal weight class. I'm surprised he's a heavyweight man. I gotta be honest. Yeah. Yeah. But to be, but I think he is more. Uh, how do you say that? More flexible yeah. than 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 Josh Parisian at heavyweight. Oh, yeah. Josh Parisian will probably have the advantage in the power, you know. But uh, Jamal Pokes, I I expected to dance a little around about uh, on him and. Uh, I expect to. I hope for a finish. Let's put it this way. I hope for a finish. I'm going with Jamal Pokes in the first round for a knockout TKO, ground and pound, whatever you know. But uh, we'll see. You know, this uh, this is like a 50-50 fight to me, and uh, I just hope either one of them gets a finish in the first round. Yeah. So who'd you pick? Sorry, who'd you pick? I picked Jamal Pokes via eye. No, just via yeah. punches. I don't know. Like, I feel like this fight again is kind of like really competitive. Maybe I'm missing something, but I just don't really see why this guy's such a big favorite here. Like, Parisian is—he's not great, but he has won fights in the UFC. He's, he's really yeah, tough, true. very tough guy. Showed that last fight, he got dropped and they came back and won. Um, Show his medal, and and he is the bigger guy. He's he's a legitimate heavyweight. Mm -hmm. um, 
I almost feel like he could use his like fat to like push this guy against the fence a little bit. You know, Marcel. I think this fight can go either way. I'll, I guess I'll take again. It's not like a super confident underdog pick, but if you ask me to pick a guy at plus two hundred that I think has a good chance to win, I'll take Parisian. It's not super confident, Marcel, but I'll I'll, I'll be a little different here and, and take him. Um, take a probably to get a the TKO grounded pound or something. That's that's what I'm thinking. All right, go to the next fight here. We got co-main event, Marcel. We got Jordan Wright taking on Zach Pauga. Jordan's moving back to light heavyweight. Zach's moving down to light heavyweight. So that's interesting. Zach Pauga, minus 275. Jordan Wright, the Beverly Hills Ninja, plus 230. Who'd you pick? I wonder if this is the first time that somebody co-headlines a card who has three losses in a row. Um, so Jordan Wright going to light heavyweight now to fight Zach Pauga, who come from heavyweight to light heavyweight. It's actually crazy matchup. Um, yeah, Jordan Wright, last fight. He looked good in the beginning against Dusko Todorovic, remember? And then he got gas and he got finished in the second round. Uh-huh. Zach Pauga, actually, same thing, man. Not same thing, but he also got finished in the second round after looking good in the first round against Usman. He did, wasn't gas, he just got the got caught with a punch, got knocked out. Um, I can go a complete talk about this fight, but it's very simple. I'm taking Zach Pauga via knockout, knockout in the first round. And if he doesn't knock him out, he probably uh, gets a later finish. I mean, you have to pick him here, right? How do you pick Jordan yeah. Wright? Like, it's just impossible to pick the guy. He just he just, yeah, hasn't looked good at all um, in the UFC, and his chin is extremely questionable. His, his durability is just a huge question mark. You can't pick him. You just can't do it. Um, yeah, I can't pick Jordan Wright. There's just no way I can pick him. I, I do think he's got a chance, though. I'll tell you that. I can't pick him, but I think he's got a chance, Marcel, because Zach's chin is not great for what we saw against uh, Muhammad Houston. I get it, it's a heavyweight, but Jordan Wright's a very fast dude. And he, you know what, Marcel? He is good in the first round. And we saw that against uh, Barrio, right? Like, or was it Barrio? Yeah, uh, uh, sorry, Dusko. No, last fight. Dusko yeah. Dude, he came out like a batter to hell, and it's amazing his opponent survived that, and then mm-hmm. obviously he gasped <laughs> So. I'm just curious to see how he looks at 205 again, because if you look at his record, he did have that crazy win over Ike in his debut at 205. Maybe it's a good move for him to move up, but I still can't trust him. Guy goes Zach. I'll take second-round knocker. I think once he gets tired, right, he'll get knocked out. But uh, I don't know, man. I bet on Paula in his last fight, and I don't trust him right now, so I can't I can't bet on him here. I have to see more from him. All right, let's get some more comments. Um, Miller and Hernandez, co-main. Yeah, that could have been co-main. They, they, I think they like Zach, though, right, because he was an ultimate fighter. Right's chinny, a very chinny. Crazy Zach got signed after his chin little I, I agree. Well, yeah, I know what you're saying, but they, they need they need fighters at 205. So yeah. Uh good chance night weighs more than Pogan on fight night. Night was too fit. Yeah, I'm very curious to see what his weight would be in fight night if they ever showed that. Um I agree with this. Zach should have been a light heavyweight the whole time, but he had to go on tough uh, heavyweight. If Usman's brother can knock out Zach, I, I think so too, Jordan. I think it's possible. So that's why I would stay away from this one, but uh I still have to pick by Uga. All right, go to the main event here, Marcel. Looking forward to talking about this one. So originally, obviously, guys, it was supposed to be Tyler Santos taking on Aaron Blanchfield. And then on Saturday night, we're watching UFC 284, and they announced that Santos is out. And now Jessica Andrade is filling in it's Aaron Blanchfield. So we have odds for this fight, guys. Minus 190 on Jessica Andrade, plus 160 on Aaron Blanchfield. And I'll start on this one, Marcel. Listen, I like Aaron Blanchfield, man. I know you like her, too. I can't pick her in this fight. There's just no way. How can, how can I take Aaron Blanchfield here? Jessica Andrade is like one of the best women's fighters in the sport, half for pound. She's looking incredible. Lately. Three straight wins, looked fucking amazing in all these fights. She's just looked great, dude. Like, she's so powerful. 
so good on the feet with the, with the striking. Um, she hits so fucking hard. Her submission game is nasty. Dude, how do you not pick her here? I mean, listen, Blanchfield's good. Like, she's a great prospect, but you go from finding J.J. Aldrich, which she struggled against, Molly McCann, who's not good at all and got completely exposed, to finding Andrade. Blanchfield's going to have to get takedowns and, and, and control her on the ground. I just really don't see that happening. Uh, I know Valentina was able to do that to Andrade, but other than that, she's pretty tough to get down and hold, man. Other than, uh, than Valentina, no one's really did that to her in a long time. So, despite the short notice, I really like Andrade in this fight, man. And, and it's five rounds, so I doubt it goes the full five. I think she's going to finish Aaron Blanchfield. I just feel like the UFC's really rushed Blanchfield. I was going to pick Tyler Santos against her, too. How can I not pick Andrade? Jessica Andrade by knockout. TKO in, like, second or third round. What do you think, man? I think you have to look to Aaron Blanchfield dead stare at you right now behind me. She's pissed That's what me. I think. Yeah. So, oh, man. Um, realistically, Andrade is way better on the, on the feet, you know? Way better on the feet. But the ground, that's a thing, you know. I think Andrade is really good on the ground as well, but Blanchfield is also super good on the ground, in my opinion. Um, oh, man. If the fight keeps standing, Andrade knocks her out, I think. But yep. got to stand my ground here, dude. <laughs> Taking you know, Yeah, got to stand my ground here. Um, I think that Aaron is smart enough to try to get it to the ground. You know, that's what I think. Does she hold her there? I don't know. You know, if she can't hold her on the ground, she's in big trouble. I know that, you know, but I got to take a gamble sometimes. I told yeah, a friend of, of mine as well. Sometimes you got to take a gamble. And uh, I think she can uh, she can get her to the ground a couple of times. And uh, I I got the submission third round for Aaron Blanchfield. Wow, there you one. go. Okay. I got I got to go with uh, with my original thoughts. You know, I would have picked Blanchfield probably as well against Santos. I honestly think this is a, a much tougher matchup for her than Santos, to be really honest. I know many people... You would have picked her me. against Santos too then? Yeah. Really? Uh, yeah. I think this is a much tougher matchup, actually. I Listen, man, I've seen Santos struggle as well in the UFC. You know, remember that first fight when she sent her twin sister? You know, um, I know that's a long, long time ago, but hey, we'll see. Maybe I'm absolutely wrong, but sometimes got to take a, take a gamble and I'm doing this time. So, uh, but I understand when people fully with you. It makes more sense, obviously. Mine's not crazy. I mean, there's definitely going to be people that are going to pick Blanchfield. Like, I like Blanchfield. Don't get me wrong, man. Like, she's great. I really like her, dude. I think she could be a champion. I just think this this is like a this is a big step up. Oh, uh, for sure. It's a I massive mean, you... step up. Like, it really is. If she goes in and wins this fight, though, I, I think I almost you... want to push her past Firo for a title shot if, if she beats Entourage. Um, I, yeah, I, I you pretty much go from from um driving a bus to driving a, to have to drive a Lamborghini or whatever, you know what I mean? So <laughs> it's I just really think tough. man, I just think Andrade is really fucking good guys. Like and she's I agree. She's just like she's looks two so weight good classes. She's good at two weight classes and and um I just think she's like looked really good <laughs> lately too. Like since the Valentina fight which was two two years ago now, three straight wins destroyed Cynthia Calvillo uh first arm standing arm trial choke in UFC history against Amanda Ramos. <laughs> And then destroys Thorne Murphy. Like these fights weren't competitive, really. Also destroyed Caitlin Chukagian, too. Had close fight with uh, Nami Yunus. She also beat uh, Rose. Obviously lost to Wei Li in a quick fight. See, she's so, so much she's experience. Tar- she's terrible with Lemos early on, but 
Why only lasted three with, minutes though, and then she submitted her. And on the feet, and Aaron's not gonna struggle around the feet. It, it, it was Aaron, like that fight with JJ Aldrich, man. She didn't look good in that fight. You know, Marcel like came back and won, but I agree. I just listen, she looked good against Molly. UFC fed her to, fed Molly to her for some reason. They built Molly up just to feed her to Blanchfield because they like her. I think UFC matchmakers like her, though. I think they think she can win this fight because they wouldn't have given it to her if they don't think that. But I'm not convinced. I have to go with Andrade, man. So you pick Blanchfield. You thinking she she submits her or? I think yeah. So uh, this fight's not going to go five rounds. I'll say that, right? You don't think so, yeah. either, right? No, you think you think Andrade stops her, and which is I possible. Do, like, I, I, go with a, I, I go with the submission. Under under uh, yeah, fight doesn't go distance is like minus two hundred. I actually like that. Hmm. I don't think this fight goes five. I don't think so. Yeah. Anyways, let's get some other comments here, guys. Uh, Joe likes Blanchard. Ooh, interesting. Next question. If it goes past round three, is Blanchard the cardio keep on? I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah. Andrade doesn't get tired. We know that. Are you surprised Andrade Blanchard is not a catchweight? A little bit, but Andrade, remember, she's 115 or really. So I don't think weight's going to be a problem for her. Always training. Massive step up. I agree, George. You see, how many of you guys see Rears between Whaley and Andrade? I, I think Whaley probably wins, but Andrade would be more competitive than that first fight, which was quick. Andrade must feel really good about the fight taking a short notice. I, I agree. I mean, she she definitely thinks she can win. I mean, she's confident. John, it seems like the fighters who fight against six weeks do well if the previous one was easy, like Bukowski's. Yeah, Tyson Pedro's not good, so apparently, anyways. Yeah, Aldrich, that fight was yeah, a little. She did. Yeah. Andrade wins. Does she get the winner of Valentina Grasso, or who does she fight next? I guess it would be Furo. Like, Furo, I don't know what she's doing. She's like, I don't want to fight for the belt. Like, what is she doing? I really don't understand. Is she injured or something? I, like, I, I actually respect it, you know? She's like, I want to first get tested the five-rounder before I fight for the belt. Well, I, then I she'll fight the winner it. of this fight in five rounds. Yeah. Here we go. <clears throat> fight. Girl likes Blanchel. It's not just you, Marcel. Andrade is fairly good, by the way. I think Blanchel is what needs to beat her. Possibly. I think Blanchel is going to shock a lot of people. Maverick's strong. Damn, yeah, a lot yeah, of Maverick's There you go, Marcel. You, guys, you actually had a, you have a lot of support here, man. More than I, than I figured, I'll be honest. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. I, I just I, I really like Andrade. Anyways, um, that's it for this uh, this preview. Um, oh yeah, we talked forgot about Santos. They could do Santos against Furo. That, that's another fight they could do. They have to do it probably in Brazil, right? Because looks like there's visa issues for her. Hmm. Um. Anyways, that's it for this podcast, guys. Really appreciate everyone joining us. Anything else you want to talk about, Marcel, before we get out of here? Or are you are you good? Is there anything else, any news or, or something that you want to mention? Mm, no, nothing really, man. I, uh, I'm good, I think. <laughs> me too, me too. I'm just double-checking in case I missed anything. Um, yeah, I mean, we have a lot of events coming up, guys, so there's, like, really no break, right? Like, when's the next break, Marcel? It's got to be a while for now, right? It's April 1st, and that's <laughs> not uh, – I'm not kidding. That's because <laughs> that's of – is that because of March Madness? I think is that the finals on. Yeah, you also have that uh, that crazy uh, card with uh, Jose Aldo, Jeremy Stevens with the boxing, and George Masvidal boxing, or whatever Masvidal's what they announced. You remember? That card looks really good. Yeah, there's a lot yeah. of good fighters. I thought that was April Fools when I saw that Anthony Pettis against Roy yeah. Jones. By Jr. the way, the the April first is the final four for the. They call it March Madness. Is going to April, but yeah, it's a big event in the states with all the college basketball. So that's why okay. there's no event that week. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, a uh, couple other comments. It's nice we'll... to have a break sometimes. In yeah, I don't mind it. I don't mind a break. Good show should have a tip jar. How do you even do that? Like, maybe I should have it on my uh, Twitter or something. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how to do it. Because the thing is, this is uh, Odds Breakers uh, uh, YouTube. If we ever start a new one, or our own, but yeah, it's okay. Appreciate it, though, man. Uh, any location for the main pay-per-view? No. Possible Giga opponents. Say it's fight coming up. I don't know. 
Sadiq Yusuf, maybe? I don't know. I have no idea. I really have no idea. All right, Marcel, let's just get out of here. So you guys can follow me on Twitter at Martin. You can follow Marcel at BigMarcel24 on Twitter, Instagram, podcast at MMAosbridge.com. It's on our YouTube, as you guys know. Like, share, subscribe, tell your friends about it. Um, you guys can also find the podcast on uh, Apple uh, Podcast, Spotify, SoundCloud, all those places you get your podcast, guys. So you can, like I said, download it, listen to it while you're like working out or whatever, or going for a walk with your dog or whatever you want to do. Um, let's just uh, preview next week. Back Monday, we'll be uh, recapping this card and then previewing the next UFC Vegas 70 card, Crylove or Spin. Looking forward to that. But uh, yeah, I hope everyone has an awesome weekend. Hope the card's good, Marcel. Hope it's better than it looks on paper. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you guys soon. Hope everyone has a great week. Talk to you guys soon. Peace.